You're listening to Meeting Pod, the podcast powered by Meeting Place, the premier magazine and news source for the meat and poultry processing industry, and Alt Meat Magazine, the only business information resource for the exploding alternative meat industry. Welcome. I'm Chris Scott, host of Meeting Pod and contributing editor at Meeting Place and Alt Meat Magazines. Our guest today leads the R&D, Quality Assurance, and Project Management programs at Applegate Farms, a leading processor of a wide range of natural and organic meat products, including deli meat, bacon, sausage, chicken products, burgers, and snacks. Chad Klim is a nine-year veteran at the Bridgewater, New Jersey-based company, which was acquired by Hormel Corporation in 2015. His meat industry experience includes nearly 10 years managing similar operations at Purdue Farms, In our discussion today, we'll focus on a wide range of programs under his purview. Thanks for joining us on Meeting Pod, Chad. Thanks for having me, Chris, and thanks for Meeting Pod for uh, reaching out to Applegate for this experience. Absolutely our pleasure. Now, at first blush, it seems that you're wearing a lot of hats at Applegate Farms, which specializes in sustainably generated organic and high-quality proteins that range from breakfast to snacks to dinner. Let's open our conversation with you providing our listeners a description of what you need to pay attention to in order to be successful at your various jobs. Sure thing. Well, starting with R&D, because that is where my career started, and one of the things that our team does is help with all the execution around new product development, helping fill our pipeline, and bringing new innovation back into the organization. From a QA standpoint... We're very focused on food safety. It's our utmost priority here at Applegate, ensuring that we provide consumers a safe eating experience. From a regulatory standpoint, one of the big initiatives that we're focused on over the next several months is the SOE, or the Strengthening Organic Enforcement Act that's being issued by USDA. And uh, we're just preparing for that, which has a March rollout. And the whole focus around there is to strengthen the organic supply chain. And then from a project management standpoint, what we're really focused on is how do we execute projects more efficiently across our entire organization. Now, that goes directly into what I was going to ask next, which is how has the R&D mission changed in your view since you joined the company? (laughs) Well, I was brought into the organization to build out the R&D team, which at the time was just a component of our quality department. Applegate was about 20, 25 years old at the time, and they were experienced tremendous growth, which we still are today. But our founder, Stephen McDonald, had set up the organization a very interesting way in that we were a virtual meat company, meaning we owned none of our own assets, not our manufacturing facilities, not our raw supply chain, not our ingredients. Everything was outsourced. We were just the middleman. We set the guardrails for what we wanted, and then we went out and ask all of our industry partners to create those things for us. And Applegate was just the final approver in that process. However, for us to continue that sort of growth, we acknowledged that we had to build out some internal R&D resources to continue to fuel the growth and to secure the products that we had uh, developed up until that point. At that time, we had two individuals who were supporting R&D. Today, we are a team of seven R&D individuals. Uh, each, each individual is responsible for certain categories across our entire business. But in addition to that, they also ensure the food safety of those products that are developed in their categories. 
And they also help manage the co-packer relationships that go on with each of those categories of products. So you're not alone in having a lot of various duties as you go through a workday. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. We have many industry partners that we rely on and to get our products out the door. And now after the Hormel acquisition that you mentioned in 2015, we have a tremendous internal resource that has mm -hmm. been incredibly helpful over the past eight years. Now that relationship, just to touch on that very quickly, that relationship seems very hands-off for the most part. Have you found that that has really helped maintain consistency at Applegate? Hormel has been an incredibly supportive partner. They set Applegate up as a wholly owned subsidiary back in 2015. And they said, we're not going to tell you how to do your business. You already do it tremendously well. They acquired us because they wanted to get into this natural and organic space that Applegate was leading the way in, in the meat industry. And the only area that they have ever injected themselves was the area of food safety. And they have been a tremendous resource, a tremendous teacher to me. I had come from Purdue Farms, which was incredibly strong in food safety and quality. And I've learned so much more here with Hormel's guidance and leadership and support in that same area. And of course, that trickles down to your team members as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. We learn every day from that team. And one of the interesting things is Applegate's been able to teach Hormel a few things or two over the years. That's interesting. What kind of things has Applegate given back to the parent? I think because we were so small and nimble and relatively young that we've been able to teach them how to be more flexible. Some of our project management that we have implemented over the years, which came out of R&D, if I can for just a second, uh, just an, a quick aside on how our project management team was developed here at Applegate. But we had an R&D developer who was actually responsible for our breaded chicken category at the time. And she became quite frustrated that our processes were so interesting. <laughs> and she was struggling to get products out the door as quickly as she would like. And a lot of it was due to the fact that Applegate was growing so quickly. We introduced a new department in R&D. We had new individuals across the organization to help support the growth. But because you had so many new individuals and so many new departments coming into the organization, it was often many people didn't know who to go to for what. And so she identified that project management would help really identify the people in the process and help identify the tasks that needed to be accomplished in the projects that we were tasked with running. And with that, she went out, got some external expertise to help come in and guide her. She went out and got her PMP uh, certification <coughs> to learn how to do project management appropriately, came back in, developed our stage gate process, and now has two additional project managers working for her that manage all of our new product development initiatives that we have across the organization to keep them on timeline. So that is one area where we've actually been able to help and demonstrate to Hormel how being more nimble um, and investing in project management has made us more successful in the area of new product development. Terrific. Now let's take a look actually at the team building when it comes to the R&D function. You said there were seven members currently on the team. Are you looking at necessarily expanding that roster as the new different products are developed in hot dogs and chicken and the breakfast items that the company launched uh, this past summer? We are in a very good place from a resourcing standpoint on the R&D front. We did go from two individuals, like I said, in 2014 to the seven that we now have across the organization. And we feel quite secure in being able to support 
the categories in which we play today, which is roughly 12 categories, everything from hot dogs, breaded chicken, breakfast sausage, sliced deli meats, bulk deli meats, cheeses. We even have a corn dog out there. The team that we have in place is, is quite capable of being able to support that business. But with the continued growth as we have seen it over the past several years, that's not to say that we won't need to add additional resources to continue to drive that growth in the future. Sure. And on that note, where does the innovation aspect of the R&D goal fit in with other functions that also falls under the auspices of the department? For example, you are developing new products, but you may have to turn away for a bit to enhance a product that already exists based on consumer demand, et cetera, et cetera. How does that balance work out when you're managing a team? There's no denying that over the last several years, we have spent a lot of our R&D resources and cross-functional resources across the organization expanding our production into new facilities. In fact, roughly 70% of all of our products have been moved into new plants just due to the growth that we've experienced Mm -hmm. over the years and had to move into new new production facilities with, with greater capabilities and greater production capacity. But your question about innovation and where does that fit? So we do know that it is very important to bring new ideas and new technologies back into the the organization. And something that I felt very strongly about when joining the organization in 2014. And so in that first year, we established what we refer to as Barnstorm, which is an annual innovation fair in which all the R&D team brings their pet projects. It's an opportunity for them to work on these projects that they have floating around in their head or they've come across in the industry, pie in the sky ideas down to very close in one-off line extensions. And we've always lined Barnstorm up with our annual company meeting. So all of the employees across all of Applegate come together and the R&D team gets to share their these pet projects that they've been working with with the broader organization. Over the years, we've adjusted how Barnstorm is executed and we've set goals around uh, commercializing one to two of the ideas that come out of Barnstorm just to continue to fuel the energy in that process. And by keeping other, other folks at the company in the loop, it doesn't turn into a surprise for them when these products are developed and hit the market. That's right. And I think it's interesting for folks that usually don't have any role in new product innovation, such as finance or HR. They play an active role in this barnstorm process and every employee gets a vote. Now, not necessarily the vote getting idea necessarily moves forward, but everyone gets a say. And Applegate, because of our relatively small nature, it is a, a company in which everyone's ideas and everyone's opinions can be shared and listened to. Now, when it comes to maintaining quality assurance and food safety with such a large roster of food products that are generated under some pretty exacting standards, what would you describe as the most consistent challenge for you and your QA team? Well, definitely one of the challenges over the years has just been working with our very complex supply chain that we have. The virtual nature of our organization, working with co-packers and suppliers, that all operate under their own systems, their own cultures. And so being able to navigate all of the expectations from these industry partners has always been a challenge. So one of the ways we've dealt with that is just really doubling down on communication 
I think that has been critically important, staying in close contact with our industry partners, making sure that we're touching base frequently, establishing standing weekly, bi-weekly meetings with all of these industry partners. That has really helped us stay on top and ahead of issues. That's a consistent thing with a lot of folks that we've talked to on MeetingPod. The communication factor has to be maintained and developed and expanded as needed uh, in order to keep everybody on the same page. That's exactly right. I know what struggles communication can be within an organization, and they're that much more difficult when you're dealing with partners outside of your organization. Absolutely. Well, let's take a brief break for a quick word from the sponsor of today's episode, Munters Corporation. Today's podcast is brought to you by Munters. With pressure to process faster and faster, how do you ensure quality? R&D does matter, but sustainable production improvements start by adding dehumidification. And consistently low humidity levels mean you'll accelerate meat processing with faster production cycles, resulting in higher output and improved overall efficiency. Again, by eliminating excess plant moisture, you'll improve quality, uptime, and working conditions. Learn more by visiting Munters at M-U-N-T-E-R-S dot com today. Now back to the podcast. And we're back with our guest, Chad Clem of Applegate Farms. I'd like to pick up again on our discussion on Q&A and food safety. What are some of the processes that need to be executed consistently to make sure that the products that come out of the plant meet the various quality and safety requirements that are in place throughout your facilities? Well, again, as I said earlier, Chris, food safety is our utmost priority here at Applegate. And so ensuring that the products that we make are safe for consumers to consume is something that we're very focused on. And Hormel has been incredibly supportive of the processes that we've implemented over the years. All of our products go through uh, standardized shelf life studies, which we are able to execute through our Hormel labs in Austin, Minnesota. Mm -hmm. For all of our refrigerated products, they go through challenge studies, pathogen challenge studies to ensure that they are safe and the formulas are, are strong enough to withstand potential pathogens that are out there. So you're able to tap into Hormel's network to help ensure that food quality and food safety maintain a certain level. So Chris, I've been interested in food and the natural environment since childhood. And from my freshman year in college in 95, I'd been focused on a career in research and development. And it was the creative aspect of R&D and product development that really intrigued me. And as I entered the industry, creative outlet was there, but I also didn't realize the amount of challenges and problems that I would be faced with that also continued to fuel my desire to remain in research and development. So you were attracted to challenges. So yes, Chris, challenges were definitely what drove me. But one thing that I realized uh, in the early years, as I was building products, I was driven more by what was going into those products than just the creative aspect of building them, which caused me to look at where I was in my career and where I was taking that. And I started to look for opportunities that would allow me to build products that I was not only enjoying creating, but things that I would enjoy consuming myself and sharing with friends and family. Mm-hmm. And that's where the cleanliness of, of the ingredients that go into the products, the cleanliness of the supply chain that helps develop the products became very apparent to me. 
And it's what led me to Purdue Farms and what then led me to Applegate from there. And I believe Applegate is the industry leader in that regard in creating products that are as clean as kitchen cupboard ingredients. As you can imagine, we value allergen segregation and minimalization of allergen use across our portfolio. Uh, Our organic products are a growing category for us as well. And we're even starting to venture into regenerative agriculture. Can you give me a definition of that? (laughs) I think there are a lot of people in this industry that would like that definition (laughs) right now. For Applegate, we are partnering with a few third-party regenerative agriculture certifiers. Land to Markets is the biggest, Savory Institute is the biggest of that bunch right now. And so Because there is a lack of an industry definition at this point, we feel it's very important to align ourselves with third-party certifiers who do have established standards that they are verifying. And that also gives you a jump on the competition. That's exactly right. Absolutely. Well, I want to flip this on its head a little bit and ask you how you identify prospective team members who may just be figuring out that R&D and quality insurance is the direction where they may want to dive into professionally. Well, I think what I have realized over the years is I tend to look for people with more breadth of knowledge rather than depth of knowledge. And that's from an R&D standpoint, that's not typically what you often hear. People often look for deep thinking scientists that specialize in one area. But what I have come to realize, at least in this meat industry space, is that flexibility and willingness to learn new things Willingness to operate in many different environments are critically important to success in this line of work. On that note, can you describe the preparedness of the potential prospects that you're seeing these days after they receive their degrees and compare them with the postdocs and other graduates from, say, a decade ago? I don't think I realize huge differences from a decade ago to now in the quality or capabilities of the young professionals that are entering this career market. However, I do think some of the expectations of younger employees are changing and just expectations of being able to work in a virtual environment, expectations and also qualifications of being able to navigate that are changing. And so some of the younger candidates that we've had in, because they either went through school or went through early days of their career during COVID, most of them were forced to have to figure it out remotely and virtually. So they tend to be much more savvy in being able to navigate that environment. And that bleeds directly into the next question I had. How would you assess the impact that technological advances in robotics, automation, and AI may have in the near future in the areas in which you and your team specialize? Well, I think we're already seeing it. Robotics in the manufacturing segment is really starting to enter and be able to automate processes that were very manual before. We're seeing it in a number of our manufacturing facilities, but it's not necessarily taking jobs away from individuals. From my perspective, it's automating some of those lower task menial jobs that were hard to fill and hard to keep moving. But from an R&D standpoint, we have seen some new technologies that have been introduced to us. We had a head of IT who is always working to bring new ideas into R&D. Even though that wasn't necessarily his role, he was just always excited to introduce everyone to new technology. And he introduced us to some product formula development tools, some AI tools 
from my understanding, it was being used in beverage today. <clears throat> but due to the complexities of the raw materials, the meats going into meat product development, at least, that technology was not capable of managing development for us. But it is interesting to see that people are starting to tap into AI for that very thing. And that's only so far it hasn't been able to <laughs> to work with the meat processing industry. Finally, when it comes to project management within the various requirements of your department, what would you identify as the most challenging aspect of selecting the right team members for a specific task that requires operational attention? Applegate has really doubled down on that because it has shown itself to be very effective in helping us deliver on our timelines and our commitments to both our internal and external customers. And I think one of the areas that project management is really focusing on right now for us is faster execution without risking food safety. That's one of the challenges as we move forward is how can we commercialize products even more quickly without introducing any risk around food safety and get them out to the doors to our consumers. Gotcha. Well, thanks so much for sharing your insights on R&D, QA, and project management, Chad. And per usual, thanks to our listeners for tuning in this week. That's a wrap for this time. Remember to tune in on Mondays to get the inside track on the people and the processes that drive the protein industry. Be sure to subscribe to Meeting Pod on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow Meeting Place and Alt Meat magazines on social media, and be sure to visit our websites at meetingplace.com and altmeat.net. Thank you.